0: Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. Hey guys, I just want to take a moment and tell you about a new drink that I absolutely love. It's called Flying Embers, and it's a better-for-you alcohol brand that brews hard kombucha and probiotic-powered hard seltzer. All their products have zero grams of sugar, zero carbs or USDA certified organic, and they're brewed with live probiotics and adaptogens. So they're all keto, gluten-free and vegan. They're very low in calories and they have some delicious flavors that I love like ginger, black cherry, lemon, pineapple chili, and grapefruit thyme. They're so refreshing. I really, really enjoy them. Just like most of you guys, you know, from time to time, I'm a casual drinker. I don't drink very often, but from time to time, I like to have a refreshing drink. And these are my favorites. So their products are artfully crafted with a dry fermentation process, which gives the hard kombucha a perfectly balanced natural sweetness. And it tastes amazing despite having zero sugar and carbs. Not to mention I feel great the next day, even after I've had a few to drink. I mean, it's hard to beat that. Brewed to be better tasting and better for you than your typical alcohol like beer and whiskey and different things like that. Flying Embers was founded during the Thomas Fires in Southern California in 2017, where their R&D lab, brewery, and home almost burned down, and it was saved by first responders. And because of that, they named their brand after it, and they donate a portion of every purchase to first responders nationwide. I mean, I'll tell you, the thing that I love about their products is the unique buzz that they give you. It just feels very uplifting. It leaves you feeling amazing the next day. No bloating like like you get with beer, you know, no sugar crash from a lot of different cocktails that you might might have tried in the past. And now we've worked out an exclusive deal for all the Functional Nutrition Podcast listeners. You can receive 15% off all your orders with Flying Embers. Just go to flyingembers.com. Jockers or forward slash Jockers or use the code Jockers. Just my last name in all caps, J O C K E R S at checkout. So that's F L Y I N G E M B E R S dot com slash Jockers. Use the coupon code Jockers at checkout. This discount is only available on their website. Full discount is applied at checkout. Now, Flying Embers products are also available nationwide. You may be able to find some of them in grocery stores or wherever you find beer or hard seltzers. But you get this specific exclusive discount for the Functional Nutrition Podcast by just going to their website. Again, flyingmembers.com forward slash jockers and use the coupon code jockers at checkout. I know you guys will love these. So try them out today. Well, hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Many of you guys know that I'm a huge fan of functional beverages. and Functional beverages are beverages that offer more than just hydration. They uh, provide unique, maybe unique herbs or different nutrients in them that really help support our overall performance. And an interesting one that I found is a company called Flying Embers. It is a better for you alcohol brand that brews hard kombucha and probiotic powered hard seltzer. They combine whole plant botanicals, adaptogens, probiotics, and superfoods, all the kinds of stuff that we really enjoy and love to talk about here on the podcast. And I have got one of the co-founders, Beryl Jacobson, he's chief business developer, and he's going to share his story, his health journey, how they uh, founded this company, and the unique benefits that these products have. And I I know I've really enjoyed them. my, My family and I drink them and are just really, really great. So, Beryl, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Looking forward to this. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's start with your health story and, and how you got into, you know, this sort of, uh, this sort of industry.
1: Yeah, so I'll try to, I'll try to give it in in, in a couple minutes because um, for me, I, I mean, I think it starts at eight years old, so, and I'm currently 52. So, um, you know, it, it really started as a, as a kid and, um, the late 70s with a mom who wanted to be healthier and and introduce to the family what is now called a plant-based diet but being vegetarian and um, i was all on board for it you know i, I was ready for something to do something different and um and as everybody knows who's been on a health journey um, be whether it's vegetarian or whatever it is um, part of that is learning a lot and answering a lot of questions by um, people who don't Understand what it is um, as a kid. Be that uh, somebody making fun of you, and then having to have a quick witted answer to be able to put them in place. So learned a lot about health, uh, my own health, and and just the food industry as a whole as I grew up. Uh, I was a vegetarian on and off. Um, I say on and off because I was also vegan. I also you know had a little bit of fish here and there for about twenty seven years. Uh, so that, you know, that, that's a, that's a big part of the health journey is just learning about my body and learning about uh, what goes in it and just became a true believer. in you know, what you put in your body is, is, is the ultimate uh, way to health. And, you know, that evolved over time. And um, I'm now more of an omnivore and uh, follow close to a keto diet, you know, low carb, high fat, um, but really it evolved into sort of a belief in bioindividuality, which to mm-hmm. me that means that everybody's different. Um, everybody's body is different, and and everybody is different at different times in their life, what's best for them, um, maybe even different times of the year. Um, so yeah, so my that that health journey arced with uh my studies in environmental studies, UC Berkeley studied in, uh, different, different elements of environmental studies and ecology. Um, and then being an entrepreneur, uh, just, uh, totally passionate business is, is, uh, one of my passions. And, and one of the things I've been doing for 20 years is starting different businesses and they culminated into sort of the better for you, uh, business and food teas, um, eventually beverages. Um, so. That's sort of the short version of how health, you know, got me to uh, be part of co-founding a better for you alcohol company, which yeah. um, I never would have thought, you know, earlier in my in my life that I'd uh, be a co-founder of an alcohol company because uh, of all of the, you know, the elements of, of alcohol and health, It's they don't necessarily, you know, make sense. And that's kind of why it's sort of the final frontier in some ways of the better for you Movements. If you think about a grocery store and the different parts of the grocery store in the aisle, and then maybe it starts in the supplements, you know, and, and in the outside in the actual real produce or real organic meats, you know, eventually it made its way into um, other beverages, non-alcohol beverages, functional beverages, and then even into other things like Different ways to eat uh, chips and yeah. things like that, even protein cookies and things like that. I think alcohol is kind of like the final frontier. Like, if we're making something, how can we make it better? And and yeah. that just opens up a whole world once you yeah. just ask that question. So,
0: yeah, it's so good. I have an interesting, you know, and, and similar story too, where I grew up uh, and for years I was vegetarian. I got, actually got sick. You developed irritable bowel doing that modified my diet to a nutrient dense omnivore diet, particularly more of a keto style diet. And I was able to really regain my health. So very similar journey as far as that goes. And, um, you know, it's one of the things that, uh, you know, I like about your guys' products is that they are no grams of sugar, no carbs, because, you know, being in the natural health industry, of course, kombucha came onto the scene probably, I don't know, 15 years ago. And uh, just really grew from there. But I actually never felt that good drinking your typical kombuchas from the store, even though they had superfoods and adaptogens in them. And that was because they were spiking my blood sugar. They always had a lot of sugar in them. That's right. And uh, obviously, you know, when you ferment them down to where the all the sugar is eaten up by the bacteria and they produce the alcohol definitely obviously takes away the sugar impact and and does increase alcohol and we do have to obviously be careful about how much alcohol we consume but you know as just having a little bit of that with meals it's not going to impact your blood sugar and that's one of the things that I enjoy about these is having a small amount with meals um, you know, I get these superfoods and these adaptogens in without the blood sugar impact, and uh, you know that's really one of the great benefits there. And yeah, so, I, yeah, and so I mean that about, is a big
1: differentiator for what we do. I mean that that yeah. was that was definitely early on. Sorry, to interrupt if you want. Oh, no, can
0: you talk about your process and like what inspired you guys to take kombucha in particular and make a actual shelf stable hard kombucha?
1: Yeah. Well. Um, I mean, the origin of us starting um, with a kombucha because sort of the, 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 we have more than just kombucha now of a hard kombucha. We have hard seltzers. Yeah. We, we, in our tap rooms, which we have, we also have uh, beer that we, that we make with different types of functional um, ingredients like mushrooms and things like that. And we have, we look at ourselves really as innovation um, company that's looking to, you know, explore all the different categories and, and, and create the best tasting, the most flavorful, the most functional uh, version that, that could be made in, in all the different categories. But w- the reason we start with kombucha was because my partner, uh, one of the other, the founder, Bill Moses, um, he, he was part of another company called Kavita. And wow. Kavita was one of the other large kombucha companies that got early into kombucha. Um they but actually they start with
0: it is um similar to, to kombucha, but it's uh, coconut water kefir. Right? So that
1: they actually have like the three man. lines. Do that. So kefir. they actually have three lines. So they started their original was the kefir, yeah. which is really unique and different. And, and it kind of because of that, um they already had the mindset around you know, alcohol wasn't really a part of it because then yeah. kombucha, as you know, or maybe people don't know. You know, kombucha just the natural fermentation process creates alcohol as you began to say and early on uh, you know 10-7 years ago there was an issue of like how much and it's still to this day actually how much alcohol is actually in your non-alcohol kombucha
0: because mm-hmm.
1: if it can if it has sugars they will continue to ferment right um in fact often it might be uh sort of legal to be below the certain. of uh, amount of alcohol allowed to be non-alcohol you go and you start driving and it's in the sun and you're sitting there and the sugars are fermenting and the alcohol starts growing and it actually might pass that 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 limit Cavita was uh you know one of the first ones there to have super control of that how much alcohol was in it yeah they had the coconut kefir had the kombucha as well as an apple cider vinegar tonic yeah. um, so three different lines but really learned a lot about the control, and it's kind of funny is that you know some of the, the founders of, of of a kombucha company that was kind of became famous for controlling the alcohol, they would then go ahead and and and, and let it go and, and and actually let it flourish and actually create um, you know the best alcohol version of the same thing. So um, Kavita uh, Bill, you know, moved on from Kavita, um, and this was sort of the aha was, Hey, we've been trying to control the fermentation. What happens if we actually encourage the fermentation, allow the alcohol to get higher and how can we create, you know, the next generation of, of kombucha sort of in some ways, returning to what it really is meant to be. And in other ways, looking towards the future uh, and what could it be? And so from that pedigree, that experience, all that, you know, decade of, of learning about uh, the ferment, learning how to craft that SCOBY so which is the, the the combination of the bacteria and yeast that makes you know kombucha kombucha to be the most um, smooth tasting version and how can we bring that into the alcohol world um, and our first versions had some sugar in them um, and Because of that, you know, they, they want to be shelf stable because a lot of the stability has to do with, you know, the meaning like, so for those who don't know, shelf stable just means, can it be at room temperature? You know, can it, does it have to be refrigerated? And many of the kombuchas need to be refrigerated because they have all this fermentable sugars in them. And if they, like I said, if you take them to room temperature, they'll start fermenting. Alcohol goes higher. um, The bacteria, then the probiotics start opening up and blossoming and all the benefits start um, waning. And so, you know, like I said, we're an innovation company. So we, we start looking at it deeper and deeper and we realize that, well, not only for our own health benefits, not only for our own personal choice, are we wanting to remove sugar and carbs from our life, you know, but how can we encourage the fermentation to go all the way like a, a you know, a brute, you know, actually take the fermentation, like a great wine, all the way to zero, That's kind of why you enjoy and, um, and get to zero, zero sugar, zero carbs, which would allow us to actually be shelf stable, you know, be able to be at room temperature. Again, we still want it cold. We still want to enjoy it. It tastes best when it's on ice or just a cold can pulled out of the refrigerator or out of a tap handle. But, but that, yes, it it could, it can withstand, you know, much higher temperatures when there's not a fermentable sugar and be better for you.
0: So. Yeah, for sure. And I remember back before they really had, you know, any sort of, I guess, regulations on kombucha. I remember, I don't know if it was like 2007, 2008, I was in graduate school, and I walked mm-hmm. into my Whole Foods, and I used to always get kombucha. And then all of a sudden, one day, they took all of them it's gone. off yeah, it's the gone. shelf. And they were like, and, and uh, the employees that were like, yeah, they're like regulating their alcohol that's content, right. and this and that. So yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. So. So, yeah, regulations is a whole other, you know, whole other topic, yeah. and um, and it's it's interesting because it's, it's it's meant it's meant for you know all of our benefit. It's you right. know, and uh, you know, it just depends on what what the particular regulation, and sometimes it takes time to catch up to what's being innovated, right? And and that was one of those moments where it's like a new beverage, a new learn about it, then we had to regulate, and then right, the product innovate. was getting and then, so and then, and then, then innovate.
0: The product was getting so popular and it had small amounts of alcohol in it and people didn't know it and it wasn't, you know, advertised obviously on the bottle. So yeah, they had to pull it and kind of re-regulate it and, and get more controls over how they were fermenting it. Well, let's talk about, you know, really how this company got going. Cause I know there's a story about, um, how it was founded during these fires, you know, in California in Southern California, there's been some terrible fires that have been sure. taking place over the last several years. And you guys lost your brewery, is that correct? Almost, almost. almost.
1: Yeah. So it was, it was really a transformative moment. Um, we uh, had been brewing and doing R and D uh, in Ojai, California, um, and where many of us live, who, who, who started the company, and um, that was the time that of the what was then the largest wildfire of in California history at the time was the Thomas fire. Um, sad thing is that it's now been surpassed multiple times in just a short three years. Um, and yeah, so we were doing all of R and D. We had our brewery there it was in a hundred year old wine cave it was all the ferments and the mother culture. And yeah, the Thomas fire started um, up in upper Ohio and began to, um, sweep down towards, uh, towards where the property was, um, or is. And many of the teams stayed behind sort of kind of behind enemy lines, you know, behind evacuation lines to, to, uh, protect the home and, and, and what we like to say for you know, the mother culture and, um, all the ferments and everything that we've been working for. Um, and as a team and, stayed behind for um, three days watching the fire get closer and closer and closer. And, um, it's a, it's a dramatic and very real story for many people who felt, you know, right then and there, that they were potentially going to lose their lives and their families. And it was like, what are we fighting for? Um, but, but a realization beyond all the personal realizations that are of gratitude and, um, appreciation for one another, um, for nature. Um, but uh really a huge gratitude to the firefighters and all the first responders that were actually putting their lives on their line and um and how they do that everywhere every day. Yeah. Um and they're kind of like, like these unsung heroes, you know? Because mm-hmm. they just they're they're sort of just there and then they show up when needed and then they're gone again. And um and so it just was while we're a hundred percent, you know, we're an organic company where we we uh reuse our own co2 we're one of the, we're the only hard kombucha company that, that reuses our own co2 I mean so we're very environmentally conscious like again source all of our uh ingredients again like I said organic and you would think for any of these companies like this like you know that's the purpose is environmental yeah. awareness um and my background but this was like a unique experience to us and we just decided at that moment one, you know, to name our company sort of after this experience in the moment at in that final night that the sky was filled with these embers um, that, you know, they one of them alone is so innocuous. It's just this beautiful little thing. But and it, you know, it lands and where it lands, it could just be Mm -hmm. that or it could actually spark something that could be Mm -hmm. devastating. So the power of such a simple thing, you know, that it could be a, a decision moment in time for you, it, it kind of had a uh, symbolic nature to us as well. When you're taking a, a bottle as well and you every choice you get, right. This could be a choice for how you live your life. And, um, we, we all have those every day in, in many ways. So it felt like a really powerful name. Um, but really it also connected to this experience. And, and because of that, we also, um, dedicate, uh, uh 1% of our, uh, income to, and our revenues to, uh, the first responders to firefighters. We actually started our own Embers foundation a 501 C three. And, um, you know, it's, it's very real for us. And we've been able to, we've been able to help a, a lot. We do that, uh, locally, wherever we sell our product, we help out. So we showed up in, up in talent, Phoenix, Oregon, there was fires there in Northern California and Napa and Colorado. I mean, unfortunately there's, there's problems and disasters all over, Uh, in Texas, when that happened, the freeze, we were able to help, uh, feed a thousand families. So it just, uh, it gave us, it gave us something to, uh, to connect to and to connect to our communities and to just show up where, um, for those who showed up for us. So,
0: well, it's an inspiring example of conscious capitalism where you guys are donating a percentage of your profits and do, you know, basically something. A a
1: percentage of revenue, not profits.
0: Oh, okay. Of your revenue. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Of your revenue. Um, and into something that's obviously saving lives, saving communities, and obviously helped save um, your company as well. And that that inspired the name Flying Embers. Yeah, yeah, really, really interesting. Yep. And so let's talk about kind of the, the, the process of forming these hard kombuchas and seltzers and stuff. With kombucha, I know we start with the SCOBY. And for those people that don't know, SCOBY actually is an abbreviation for symbiotic colony of yeast and or of bacteria and yeast, right? Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. Some people will call it a pancake. It's almost like a like a big mushroom kind of kind of thing. That's like yeah, the,
1: the myth, the myth is that it's a it's a mushroom because it sure as heck looks like something you've never yeah. seen before. Um yeah. it's I think an easy way for people to understand kombucha is like we because you know beer is the right? The, the most consumed uh, alcohol beverage and so uh, for those who know how to make beer and that's kind of simple is you know the the malt um, which is a, a grain sugar and um, water right and then yeast to 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 ferment that malt um, and then perhaps you know maybe some 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 flavor that can come from a fruit or or what have you. And, and kombucha is kind of similar, right? So we have uh, organic cane sugar as the, as a, the, the fermentable and tea, right? Instead of, oh, and hops, I'm sorry. The number one most famous of all that makes beer hops. Yeah. So instead of hops, we have tea, right? And, right. And so, um, black green tea, we, you know, we use a, a black tea. And, um, so you got your malt or sugar. So that's the two common. Then you have, you have hops, we use tea, right? And then when, there's the one difference is the bacteria and these unique beneficial bacteria that go because we both use yeast. Um, we use a champagne yeast that helps stimulate that that fermentation really fast to help it get all the way dry um, and and water and so um, it's not unlike the process there um, except for you have that that uniqueness of uh, the bacteria and yeast that do that do their their dance to create these unique organic acids um, again. I told you, you know, before we started, I I was joking, you know, I'm not the science guy, but you know, I I know, I know how, how the, how some of the magic happens.
0: Yeah. And organic acids really are underrated. Most people don't, in the nutrition world, don't really talk about them, but you have organic acids that really support microbiome health Mm -hmm. and help keep inflammation under control. They help to stimulate the vagus nerve for better digestive juice production, Um, So fermented beverages in general have a lot of, they offer a lot of great benefits in that way. And kind of like what, what we're talking about here. I just want to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite new drinks. It's called flying embers. And it's a better for you alcohol brand that brews hard kombucha and probiotic powered hard seltzer. All their products have zero grams of sugar, zero grams of carbs, They're USDA certified organic and they're brewed with live probiotics and adaptogens. So they're great for the gut, great for helping your body adapt to stress more effectively, helping enhance good quality sleep. They're all keto, gluten-free and vegan. They're low in calories, do not impact your blood sugar. And they have some delicious flavors like ginger, Black cherry, lemon, pineapple chili, and grapefruit thyme. I really love the black cherry, has a great flavor to it. The ginger is like a really refreshing ginger ale, so you've got to try that. Their products are artfully crafted with a dry fermentation process, which gives the hard kombucha a perfectly balanced natural sweetness, and it tastes amazing despite having zero sugar and carbs. And the thing that I love the most about these products is the unique buzz that they give you. It's very uplifting and it leaves you feeling amazing the next day. You don't have a hangover. There's no bloating like with beer, no sugar crash from you know various wines and cocktails. So guys, I've worked out an exclusive deal with Flying Embers just for podcast listeners. You can receive 15% off all the orders. Just go to flyingembers.com forward slash jockers Put in the coupon code Jockers at checkout to get fifteen percent off your order. You guys are gonna love these drinks, so try them out today. And then um, you guys also put in different superfoods and absolutely. So that's that's sure. I could talk
1: about that a little bit as well. So so in order to elevate the uh, the alcohol levels, there's only so much that the alcohol will get on on that first sort of primary fermentation. So there's sort of an ongoing secondary fermentation that often is just a common, all of our, uh, everybody else who would make a hard kombucha to elevate that with their alcohol, will just add more sugar, more yeast and just keep that fermentation going, create more alcohol. We've taken a little bit different approach and uh, with ours, we actually infuse it with adaptogens. Um, So I'm sure you could speak um, eloquently about different, adaptogens and um, what those are, Um, but they they come in different forms, be those roots or botanicals of different varieties. Um, If you want to share with your Yeah, and and I mean
0: adaptogens basically what that actually means it helps you adapt to your environment. It's almost like a thermostat. So if the outside temperature is 80 degrees, but you want it to be 70 degrees in your home, it's going to turn on the air conditioning right? And cool the the home environment. If the outside environment's 60 degrees, it's going to turn on the heat to get it up to 70 degrees. So your body is always trying to create balance, balance in your immune regulation, balance in uh, your blood circulation, balance in energy production. And this is the great thing about these herbs. They have compounds uh, called tertropines and tannins and different things like that that help modulate or balance our physiology. And this is what's allowed these herbs and these roots and different things like that to survive all the different geographical stressors, all the you know, different microbes that are trying to eat them, the, the, the extreme heat sometimes, extreme cold. So all these geographical stressors, the plants are adapting to them. And then when we consume Those compounds, they confer those benefits over to us. So you have things like ginseng and ashwagandha and rhodiola and these different herbs that are renowned for their ability to create balance. And the way that we experience that balance is better energy, better mood, um, you know, sharper thinking process, better memory, improved sleep quality, better immune regulation, right? Things like that. And so utilizing these and getting these things into your diet, you know, for so long, especially in the Western societies, we don't, we we forget about herbs, right? We're eating proteins and fats and carbs, Mm -hmm. but so many people go throughout their, you know, days and weeks with consuming little to no herbs with these sort of beneficial compounds in them. So again, these things are really powerful, really help us adapt to the stressors in our environment
1: so we for everyone that you've mentioned um and, and many more like reishi mushrooms yeah. um and ginger turmeric and, and and pretty much everyone that is that you could that you could find we've we've brewed with and fermented um and done different releases with but our core every single hard kombucha that we make every one that you can consume every single one that you can uh purchase uh, has um so in that secondary fermentation, we actually ferment three roots, ginseng, ginger, and turmeric, along with that, that, that ongoing ferment. Um, And what's uh, really cool about that is that, you know, there's this dual extraction that takes place. So, you know, we've all probably had some ginger tea. um, So that's a water extraction, right? And um, so we put them in, that's what happens. We put them into that, 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 that that tea really of the ginger, ginseng and um, turmeric with the sugar and the champagnes. And then it it has an extraction right then and there. And as the temperatures rise and the fermentation begins and the alcohol starts being created, you end up with a secondary fermentation. We've all, uh, you know, at some point been, you know, either to prevent being sick or or, or busy and maybe went to a health food store. You got some um, echinacea or something and it was in an alcohol right, dropper, and that's because it could help extract Mm. um, some of these unique elements that you were just speaking of from these roots or botanicals. And so we decided that it would not only, you know, provide a unique and round and full flavor that could give us what we were looking for to create the best tasting beverage um, as our sort of core uh, base, kombucha base, um, but um, but that it actually has all these other um elements that, that that it brings to to the beverage. Um, some I'm sure many of your listeners know about the benefits, and, or even take mm-hmm. curcumin, you know, which is an extract of turmeric, or actually use ginseng or ginger for their different um qualities that be they um inflammation or um you could you could list off many of them of each of those three. Um, and so that greater um, tasting beverage also has this great sort of equalizer because you have alcohol, which we know has other elements that are not necessarily great for your body Mm -hmm. um, dehydration um, and other elements, the positives being mood enhancement and social uh, lubricant and, and just that, that, that stress relaxer elements of it, but, but having these other elements in there to kind of create this great beverage. And again, when you start adding in the super fruits, and um, and really getting those flavors going, then um, we think we have something that's you know worth sharing.
0: Yeah, I think that's so great. So your base that's really in all of your kombuchas has been fermented ginseng, ginger, and turmeric, right? Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct, exactly.
0: that's 100% of that, yeah. Yeah, so that's great. So ginseng is one of the best things for energy and brain function, improving mood, memory enhancement, um, sleep quality, right? Things like that. Ginseng is amazing for that. Ginger is really good anti-nausea. Also on top of that, really good for overall digestive health, reduces inflammation, especially in the gut, um, and actually helps stimulate liver detoxification, which when we're talking about alcohol, yeah. We got to go through that process, right? We need to we need to have good good quality liver function. So it's helping your body process that alcohol more effectively. And then turmeric is one of the best things for reducing inflammation in the body, particularly all throughout the whole body, systemic inflammation. So we talk about joint pain, different things like that. Uh, turmeric also has really powerful anti cancer benefits too, um, and blood sugar regulation benefits. So you're really getting hitting a lot of um, you know, key and and needed benefits that people have with those three herbs and utilizing that as the base. And then you have different flavors too. Like I really like the black cherry, Mm -hmm. right. And so are you guys using real black cherry in that?
1: Yeah. So we used, you know, depending on the, depending on the different fruit um, Mm -hmm. we'll use, you know, unique extracts, um, all organic extracts generally and again to make sure that the sugar levels, you know, we can control the sugar, you know, we'll use that the extracts um in different forms. Um yeah. be they be they a unique flavor um or powder to be able to um keep the sugar levels down but still have the essence of that of that fruit. Um, you know, we have you know, many grapefruit and combined with thyme and uh, something you know chili. We have a lot of we play a lot with this sort of sweet and heat combo which i think is really really cool it's um you know we have pineapple chili and we have um watermelon and chili and um guava and jalapeno and just how they how they interact with each other is really is really great so
0: that's awesome what what have you guys heard as the the fan favorite flavors oh the, that, that i have a hard time always answering but i think that <laughs>
1: You know, because I think what I what I think is, um, I mean, again, pineapple chili. I mean, you you have to go back also to ginger alone, just as an original flavor, right? Just extra ginger, that extra heat. People are kind of used to that. You know, I mean, I think for many people, many parts of the country, even just having a ginger beer, you know, that's a that's sort of a common thing. And sometimes whether it's a ginger ale and you might think of it when you're you know, you're not feeling well. I always joke as well as like when you're flying, it seems to be the place that people have to trail. But yeah. ginger beer is like been, you know, traditionally it's been used for all kinds of things, and it's also it tastes great. It's the base of a lot of cocktails, mm. are actually made with that with ginger Moscow Mule. Um, so people are familiar with it from a from a cocktail side as well. Um, you get into the grapefruits, you know, and you start thinking about Palomas and having that experience like that. Grapefruits also, you know, you everybody, you know, you're feeling you want to feel more healthy or you worked out, you want to eat, you know, a big grapefruit. So I, the combinations, I think that's really fun here is that some of the greatest fruits and herbs and botanicals and bitters, they all have this element of creating, um, the most vitality in our life. And they also, you find them at the bar, you know, and this goes back, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years you go back to people enjoying you know a really unique whether it's a very modern extreme craft cocktail or you start going back to different parts of the world where they make unique cocktails and they would make them with unique bitters unique herbs unique botanicals unique super fruits around the world so like i like to say is like you know in some ways we're not you know we're really not doing anything new we're yeah. returning to something that has been done before and, but now the beauty is that we have the modern capabilities to actually, uh, have control, have the highest quality ingredients, have control of how much of that ingredient we're going to use to get the desired effect hmm. and, um, and then create consistency so that when you go by flying embers and you get your favorite flavor, right. Uh, guava, citra, you know, drink at a certain ABV, a certain amount of alcohol that, you know, that and you feel confident when I want to go to want to share with your friend, it's going to taste, you know, pretty darn close, you know, exactly. to what you've always dreamed and, and loved. So and what's um, that's typical, kind of a modern twist on it. What's the yeah. typical alcohol percentage? It's like four and a half to seven, somewhere in that range. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know, I mean, I think that, so we have kind of, we kind of separated into two lines in some ways, like four and a half percent is our low 85 calories. Again, zero sugar, zero carbs. So it's kind of light and lively, you know, easy. To drink and then um you know then and then we are up there in a six nine six eight seven we have a few that we really push up higher to eight and a half for that you know that full effect but on the average right around six nine is is our average um for um yeah for for most to get the best uh botanical buzz as we like to say yeah,
0: yeah for um, sure and then you guys also have hard seltzers as we well
1: do. Yeah. Again, all organic hard seltzers. And we follow sort of across everything, you know, again, zero sugar, zero carb. You know, again, we make them with super fruits and botanicals and really just, um, look for the most, it's, it's a new, it's a very popular new beverage that's sort of emerged. I think there's this general experience that people are having all over the world that are looking to be, you know, be healthier, be, be more alive. And, and, and what ways can we do that? I think the seltzer uh, phenomenon that's happening is, is people looking at how to remove things that are, that are harmful. So remove the sugars, right. Remove the carbs. Um, and the next evolution is, is, well, okay, now we've pulled everything out. Okay things don't taste as good as they used to, you know, uh, and, yeah. and that doesn't have to be that way. So the next wave of better for you is going to be, you know, well, what can we put back in? And that's kind of the wave that we are. We find that table stakes. Yeah. We've dry ferment. We get the carbs out. We do it. We got you covered there, but we really specialize in what can we put back into it? What can yeah. we really craft that to be, um, again, best tasting and, and, and have the, the greatest, uh, effect. So, um, yeah, it's key.
0: most people don't realize like how much sugar and, and oftentimes a lot of artificial flavorings and things like that are in your pina coladas and your oh mouth. yeah cocktails
1: are notorious <laughs> for if they had to put a label on a cocktail and you had to slide it across the table on your napkin when you yeah. get a cocktail, I mean for people many people don't have that consume that much sugar in an entire day and if you're at all conscious of, about what you put in your body i mean you might not have been consumed that much in your in a week so i um, mean you're, you're definitely in the 30s 40s 50s you know grams of sugar so and when you take
0: in sugar like that physiologically it actually slows your liver down so you're not able to, to detoxify the alcohol as well so Taking it in instead with like without the sugar, with zero grams of sugar, and then with fermented herbs that help support your liver allows your body to deal with that alcohol. So it has a minimally toxic effect on your body. So, this is a way to get the, the benefits of alcohol. Like you mentioned, a lot of people don't really realize this. You know, we just think about alcohol and we think taboo, but there is great stress relieving benefits to alcohol that um, we can still enjoy you know it's relieving stress reducing stress improving mood is you know a key a key concept when it comes to overall health I and mean, you certainly don't need alcohol to do that but utilizing alcohol from time to time we don't want to necessarily depend on it for it but yeah. utilizing it from time to time in a social setting or just you know after you know just to relax can be very beneficial if we do it properly without all the sugar, without all the artificial flavorings and then utilizing it when it's combined like you guys have, making it a really powerful functional alcoholic beverage, we get those stress reducing benefits along with all the other benefits of these types of herbs and uh, we can really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Well, well said, I
1: mean, that's, that's what we do. Yeah, well, fun. this has
0: been a great interview, Beryl, and you know we're really diving, obviously, into this sort of topic and and turning people on to these functional functional beverages, these functional alcoholic drinks. Um, is there any last words that you want to share with our audience? How can they find out more about Flying Embers and your yeah, sure. company? Yeah, I mean, so Flying Embers, we're
1: currently in over 40 states in the United States as well as Canada. Um, obviously there's like everyone Flyingembers.com is easy way to learn a lot about us. If you follow us on Instagram or any social flying embers brew is generally the handle. Um, and we have tap rooms. I think that that's a really, if you're fortunate enough to be near any one of them, um, we have one in LA, Santa Barbara, opening one in Boston and, and and in some other cities, uh, coming really soon. Um, what's really exciting is that we're actually able to interact with people and and have these kinds of conversations over the bar. Um, and, and we're taking our kombucha and and our seltzers and we're actually making full cocktails with them. Mm. We're, you know, fermenting at the bar and making shrubs and, um, dehydrating our own fruits and really showing how, you know, we can, we can still keep create, you know, zero sugar cocktails and, and infuse them with, you know, all of these, all these flavors and you can have a full experience. Um, and so that, that's, that's the that's the ultimate way to be able to really experience it. But again, pretty much if you, if you're able to find it and, you know, in a store or order it online um, and just get it, you know, get it cold, drink it, share it with a friend, um, use it as a mixer um, and, and just kind of uh, experience it. I think, I think it kind of that's kind of the entryway. and uh, sometimes this might be the first way that somebody learns about an adaptogen or about probiotics or about them, and um, that's kind of a thrill to be able to you know play that part as well. So
0: Yeah, so good. So guys, if you're looking for an alcoholic beverage that has these sorts of powerful superfood adaptogenic herbs in it that taste great, zero grams of sugar, gluten- free, vegan, you know, all those types of benefits.
1: Check, check, check.
0: And, yeah, exactly. It has probiotics as well as support your gut, your immune system, then definitely check it out, Firingembers.com. And if you put in the coupon code JOCKERS at checkout, that'll save you 15% off as well. So definitely check that out and look out. Stay, stay tuned to their website. Get on their email newsletter. That way you'll know when they have a uh, brewing studio coming out next to you or near you in your town, right? yeah yeah all right great well thanks so much for your time and guys we'll see you on a future podcast be blessed everybody well that's all for this show and i want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today and if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper then drjockers.com is the best place to go